Magic Without Fears Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Meditation, Chapter 23. In stillness, in the center at the fulcrum point, the one and only true self stands ready to anoint. Every seeker who can stop the internal noise and relax into a state of peaceful poise. To a devoted aspirant in stillness, mode, the self gives the secret of the magic code that unlocks the heart and opens the mind, revealing a treasure for all humankind. The gold of enlightenment awaits therein, where the hearts and minds of all Earth's kin meet together as one great beautiful light, glorious and majestic to inner sight. The joy of wisdom and the power of love rest in the center where below meets above, here in the fullness and the bliss of grace. All fear and sorrow by truth are erased. Relax, enjoy, be still and know, you are light and love, it will always be so. Granny Rainbow, meditation inspired by Tarot Key 12. For a very long time, Sages have been saying this world is a stage, and life is like a play or a movie. Meditation can help us wake up and make a distinction between reality and fantasy. When this happens, we can enjoy the fantasy instead of feeling as though we are caught up in a whirlwind beyond our control. Mm. Speaking of whirlwinds, my favorite movie comes to mind. It begins with the vision of blessedness, Judy Garland, age 16, singing somewhere over the rainbow. Then a tornado hits. Dorothy Gale is swept away to a land full of good things and bad things, a world of duality. Many adventures ensue as Dorothy and her friends go questing to fulfill their deepest desires. They are protected by an angelic good witch and hunted by a dark evil witch. This tale is an excellent stylization of life in the third dimension. Take some time to decipher the symbolism. There are reasons why The Wizard of Oz is one of the most popular movies ever made. Towards the end of the movie, Dorothy's dog, Toto, pulls aside a curtain and reveals the truth. A manipulative old man is seen controlling machines that create scary appearances. 
Later, the same man is depicted as benign. He gives the scarecrow, the tin man, the cowardly lion, gifts that symbolize intelligence, brain, love, heart, and selfhood, courage. The audience understands that the characters had these desired attributes all along. The dog can be seen as representing our instinctual nature, something that is built into our bodies to assist our survival. Toto can sniff out danger. The wizard behind the curtain has characteristics that many people attribute to God. He is in control. He does whatever he pleases and manipulates events. He can be wrathful. However, the wizard turns out to be an ordinary human being. What saves the day for Dorothy is a truly magical power that takes her home. It is interesting that the magic is connected to a pair of ruby slippers, red shoes. In Kabbalah, red is the color of life, life force, desire. Dorothy knows what she wants. Pisces rules the feet. It is the zodiacal sign of mystic, interdimensional travel. And in the Golden Dawn, of course, the red slippers represent the tetrahedrons, the red tetrahedrons on top of uh, the two pillars of Yachin and Boaz, and specifically the fires of test and trial that we must walk through. They also are symbolic of the red clay that is on the feet of the holy man in the desert, or the clay feet of Nebuchadnezzar. Our heroine focuses her whole mind on one thing, which is a description of success in meditation. There's no place like home, is her mantra. Spiritually, home is the self. The movie doesn't quite take us there, but it does take us to a place where love abounds. The movie makes Dorothy's adventure into a dream, but not so in the original story. Thank you, Mr. L. Frank Baum, for your insightful storytelling in which the land of Oz is as real as life on earth. Instead, inside reality, they are both a dream. Meditation is a way to sidestep any mental whirlwinds that might otherwise blow us away. When we meditate, our mental process quiets down. With progress, it slows way down. Deep meditation happens when the mind is completely still. That does not mean the mind is turned off, but rather holds a steady focus on some aspect of the one. Meditation exercises are designed to stop our thought processes so we can see behind the veil of what we think is so. For assistance from the tarot, look at the hanged man, who represents still a still mind, and the star, which symbolizes what he is seeing inwardly. The star goddess represents the unchanging life, light, love, inside, and beyond the outer universe of change. Her tarot image is in Key 17, is said to depict revelations that occur during meditation. Inner attunement is the process by which we make ourselves receptive and responsive to the self, to that which was, and is, and will forever be real and true. Meditation accustoms the mind to peace. Sometimes helpful insights occur. Our personality mellows in the glow of spiritual connectedness. In the process Meditation gradually adjusts our attitudes and perceptions, aligning our thinking with eternal reality, instead of the wild fluctuations in that holographic movie we call the world. The physical world created by the race mind 
will be much improved when the people learn to meditate. The only way to learn in this case is by doing. At age 35, according to legend, the Buddha renounced his life of extreme asceticism and attained enlightenment after meditating for 49 days. Until departing this world at age 80, he taught the Dharma, the truth. Buddha means awakened one. He taught that we are all Buddhas. There's an image of the Buddha. Note, better than a thousand hollow words is one word that brings peace. Hatred does not cease by hatred, but only by love. This is the eternal rule. Do not dwell in the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate the mind on the present moment. If we could see the miracle of a single flower clearly, our whole life would change. Buddha, approximately 500 before Common Era. Buddha's reference to the present moment directs us to what is also called now, or this now moment. In 1971, the uh, publication of Be Here Now by Ram Das galvanized Granny Rainbow's generation, the flower children. We were spiritual, peace-loving seekers who did not identify with society's prevailing greed, inequality, and devastation of the natural world. We knew next to nothing about Eastern spirituality. An American ex-professor of psychology, Richard Alpert, became Ram Das on a trip to India where he met a wise and loving guru named Neem Karoli Baba. Because of Ram Das's book, yogic teachings and meditation became practices became very popular. It was a wonderful time. The next generation was spiritually inspired by Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now, which sold millions of copies in 34 languages all over the world. Life is now. There was never a time when your life was not now, nor will there ever be. Eckhart Tolle, 1965, The Power of Now. There are as many methods of meditating as there are people. Yogis make a high science of it. Students of ageless wisdom may meditate on the tarot major arcana. Upon emerging from the meditative state, you might find it rewarding to keep a notebook, a record of your inner experiences. One cannot truly express in words what happens in meditation, but there are good reasons for making the attempt. When reviewed, the written record will show progress and perhaps show areas where more attention is needed. Efforts to express your inner life may flow out in music, art, and poetry. Writing about inner experiences can help to integrate right and left brain. When a vision or other inner experience happens, it may cause you wonder in you, blow your mind, and the meaning may come later as you read through your journal. Writing is a good way to get to know yourself. When you write with focused spiritual intent, you may feel yourself using you as its pen or keyboard. In this sense, writing is a meditation in and of itself. This does not necessarily mean writing every single time you meditate. Rather, the suggestion is to make note of what you are learning, seeing, and experiencing inwardly. When you are psychically active, magical mystery tour experiences will happen. It is challenging to describe your inner adventures, but the effort keeps the door open to that special space where magic happens.
Many people report extraordinary occurrences from times they were out in nature. Visions can occur in dreams. While dreams are not formal meditation, they sometimes come from the same high source. In India's Sanathana Dharma, eternal truth or principle of cosmic order, the god Shiva is said to be meditating the universe and the god Vishnu is dreaming the universe. The veil between the spiritual and physical worlds is thinning, and numerous numinous events will proliferate. So don't be surprised when they happen to you. And by all means, when you have a spiritual experience, please do not tell yourself nothing really happened. Denial of spiritual awakening will bring your vibratory level way down. Just relax and let yourself guide you home to your inner truth. That's what meditation is all about. When we are balanced at our fulcrum point, we are meditating inside while operating outside. This is one reason the magician is called the operator. She, he, is in control of the body, organizing and managing whatever is arising in her world as though driving a vehicle. The Chariot Tarot Key 7 The Chariot, Astrological Sign of Cancer a warrior of light, old-fashioned symbolism of someone who is really in charge of their vehicle. That someone is, of course, the true self. How to Meditate Some suggestions for how to meditate are already given in the text. Trust your inner voice for guidance for in this important practice and or find a meditation teacher in the outer world. Next. An ancient meditation practice is to sit quietly and watch the breath. Breathing happens automatically, so just bring your attention to the eternal ebb and flow of universal forces moving the breath of life through your body. When the mind wanders, just bring attention back to the breath. The beauty of this meditation is that it happens in the present moment in the now. One can meditate on what is called a seed. The seed can be a question that needs a solution, or it can be a certain area of inquiry, such as the meaning of life. Tarot images make good seeds for meditation. One regards the symbol in a key with the expectation that they will reveal their meanings through inner guidance. One may meditate at length on a tarot reading of several cards. Pay special attention to the cards that you don't like. What are they trying to tell you? Take the position that all the cards are good, and the reading is trying to help you. As always, the receptivity is the mindset for success. Just remember to set your mental dial to high self. Many people find themselves in a meditative state when doing the creative arts. Like the tarot magician, they experience a flow from above to below and know the painting or the music or the dance is being done through them, not by them. This is one reason why the magician is called the artist. If stage fright ever bothers you before a performance, leave egotism in the wings and let yourself dance free. And for more on tarot meditations, path working and contemplation, and the development of scrying inner sight, traveling in the spirit vision, you can always check out my 
additional information on Frater RC YouTube page, which of course leads to other pages I run and my Patreon group forward slash Hermetic or the Golden Dawn, which is a study group for people who are not necessarily affiliated with an order, but are solo practitioners or curious about joining an order. And I am not with any groups. I'm unaffiliated. So I recommend people want ones that are, you know, somewhat reliable and hopefully nearby because it was a great experience for me and I hope it is for others as well. Blessed be and thanks for joining myself and Granny Rainbow on a, another wonderful journey. Shalom. Hi, I'm Granny Rainbow. Thanks for listening to my friend Frater R.C. read from my out-of-print book, High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. That's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now. Hermetic Science Enterprises.co.uk